Today's episode is brought to you by Apex Photography and Film. At Apex, we specialize in capturing candid shots that last a lifetime. Whether for engagements, weddings, adding a new one to the family, or just because you want to, allow Apex to deliver you the best-in-class experience from start to finish. From planning to execution, Apex has you all covered so you can focus on what's important, creating beautiful memories that will last a lifetime. In the Bible, as like out of everything, out of everything that God created, we are the only create cre- creatures, I should say, that worry, that have that space of concern, double-minded or unsure. We're the only cre- creatures that worry. Welcome to the Faith Ignite Show, and we're so excited that you guys have decided to join us for this episode. My name is Devon Williamson. And my name is Rosa Williamson. And we're the hosts of this show, and we want to say thank you first and foremost for tuning into this episode. First off, if this episode is helping you or any of our previous ones, make sure you go ahead and try to support us financially as best as you can, because when you do that, you allow us to take this message of faith and send it around the world. So make sure if this is helping you, that you go ahead and partner with us to make a difference around the world. And so this episode that we have for you today is going to be a game changer. We have a friend, um, a homegrown uh, Bahamian on this show, and so it's going to be fun. Um, and she has been, uh, I, got to know, I got to know her about past three or four years, and it's been amazing. And so she's going to give you a little bit about her testimony and how she came to ORU and how, what she's doing now in her life. But with that being said, allow me to introduce our friend, Mrs. Gia Smith. So, Gia Smith, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. Oh, great. So, we usually ask all of our guests this question, but who is Gia Smith? Okay. Uh, I would say that Gia is definitely someone who is growing, okay. growing in every area, of course, like spiritually, growing emotionally. Um, Gia is someone that has that has a fake story, <laughs> someone that um, is as- aspiring to change the world similar to what you guys are doing on this show, um, allowing the message of faith to carry out. I want to be able to do that as well in my own sector, in my own area, arena. Um, Gia is also a goofball. I love to make jokes. Yes. I love to just to make people laugh. I, I, I'm also a musician. Um, I started um, playing the drums when I was seven, um, and I haven't stopped since then. Um, I do love sports. I love to eat. God yes. knows. God knows <laughs> that food is, is wow. I love food. I, I, I love to eat. I love to explore new foods. Um, I'm also, I'm also a reader. I recently discovered that I'm a reader. Um, and Felicia, not just like studying the word or, you know, like okay. I like to read books. Um, I think that's kind of a gist of who G is. So, so Devon mentioned something about the Bahamas. Is that where you're from? Yes. So I'm from Nassau, Bahamas. Born and born raised. And raised. <laughs> yep. And born raised. and raised. So you left Nassau to come to ORU. I did. Okay. Um, I left Nassau in the year of 2018, came to ORU in August. And that itself is an entire faith story. Like okay. the process, uh, you want me to dive in? I'll dive well, in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so basically, um, I 
knew I wanted to do music in some sector, like in some area, I wanted to do music. Um, and in, I, so I graduated high school in 2016 and my mom took us on a trip that summer of 2016. And we went to Florida, but we did a road trip, like to okay. Pennsylvania, South Carolina. We just, we just kind of went for it. And during like that trip, uh, we were in Walmart and there was this young person in a wheelchair and it was in one of the aisles and I was trying to look for my family. And so I was like kind of lost, okay. but I was like, I'm just going to walk and not freak out. Just I'll be calm about it. And as I'm walking, I see the person, but they looked in pain in the wheelchair. And I was like, hmm, I don't, is anyone else seeing this? Per-? Like, it, it just felt like, I, it's almost like I felt them. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, yes, they were, yes, they were in a wheelchair, but it was just like, they look in pain. And then, like, I found my mom and my sisters. And so I looked back. And then I looked again. The person was not there. And I was like, that's interesting. I was like, was that a ghost? Like, I started to freak out. But that night, the Lord said to me, he said, I want you to do music therapy. And I said, huh? I was like, what exactly you talk? Like, what is music therapy? Never heard of it. Didn't even know what it was. Um, But I researched it. My mom and I researched it. And comes to find out that it's a thing. Music therapy is a degree. It's a whole like field. Um, and music therapy is basically um, using therapeutic methods um, and principles and stuff like that with music. So it's like you have a speech therapist mm-hmm. and they, they help you with like speech and you have a music therapist. It's almost like they, uh, uh, music allows uh, the person to grow in areas that, 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 that they need to grow in. So like um, a young child with special needs, they may not know how to count as yet. They may not know how to speak as yet. And they allow music to help them do those things. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. Or, like, if we want to go a little further to, like, uh, someone in geriatrics um, who has Alzheimer's and stuff and dementia, like, we use certain music, certain sounds, certain activities to help bring back memories. Um, And there are countless uh, testimonies and stories about people who have, like, who have redeemed their memories, stuff like that, from music therapy. And so, basically, looked all over um, to figure out where I can go to school um, and Berkeley College of Music in Boston was my first choice um, because it's kind of top notch. And I was yeah. like, I want to be top notch. And so applied. I actually went there in, in spring of 2018. Did my audition. I loved it. They loved me. Um, and what happened was they was like, OK, so one last thing before we get you into registration and stuff, we need your transcripts. And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, my mom and I, we sent the transcripts like I think two just to be sure to have that yeah. safe so we send the first one as i said another one in case it, the other one takes too long or yeah. whatever um and they didn't get it weeks went by they would keep in contact and i would say hey and follow up like hey did you guys receive it no we didn't receive it yet and they were like you know time is going and in order to secure your seat you know we need you to have that stuff and then i got an email from all robbers university and i was like I don't even, like, I don't even know where it came from. And it was in my um, iCloud. And I was like, Mom, do you know what ORU? And my mom was like, what's the, like, the name, the acronym? Like, I said, All Roberts University. And she was like, your grandmother used to watch All Roberts on the TV. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I would ask around, come to find out that Dr. Miles Monroe went to ORU. Um, A friend, um, Alethea Sweeting, she was on ORU Live. And I was just like, okay, like, I know people. I was like, okay, let me see. And I'm looking. Um, and I was like, oh, they don't look like my kind of schools. So I was like, nah. So I didn't, so I didn't do anything. 
couple of weeks later, we sent another two transcripts to the to Berkeley because we were like, okay, something's wrong. People are just taking your money. And it was a lot of money. That was so funny. But my mom was like, you know, like, you really want to go? We, we, we're we going to help you push this vision. Yeah. And we're going to use faith to, like, just to, for the Lord to just help us. And so we're sending it. And then I was like, you know what? I didn't even check if ORU has music therapy. I was like, I, I just was looking at the college and didn't even think about it. So I typed in ORU, looked up, uh, like, the different department stuff, and they had music therapy. And I said, Mom, I think this may be it. She was like, I don't know, but apply. And so I was like, okay, I'll I'll still keep it there. So we were looking at the tuition, stuff like that, just working things out. Um, and Berkeley still keeps saying that they could not find the transcripts. Mm-hmm. And it was the right address. So we were so confused. So my mom sent it one more time. We sent it five times. So one more time, she sent the transcript. And later that week, I was like, you know what? I'll apply to ORU. And then it was free, so I applied yeah. and all of that. And then the next day, OU emailed me back with three scholarship offers, my acceptance letter. And I was like, huh? But my heart was still for Berkeley, you know? Mm-hmm. But the Lord was opening up a door that, that didn't look like what I wanted. And so I told my mom, and my mom was like, no, we have to go. <laughs> like, this has to be gone because all this and whatever. And so I was like, okay. And I kid you not, a week later on the same day that OU emailed me back with all the, that congratulations stuff, Berkeley received the transcript. And I said, so what do we do? My mom said, it's up to you. What do you think? And so I had a few days to wrestle with myself and the Lord about, okay, like, Lord, where exactly do you want me to go? Because Berkeley received it, but OU gave me all this. And so, and he said to me, he said, wherever you go, I'll be with you. Mm. And I was like, Okay, so my mom said, okay, that's good. Now let's think about the logistics, money-wise and all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, okay, and ORU was the right choice. And so I came here to ORU literally on faith, just literally praying that God would provide every step of the way. Um, And so I've been in Tulsa for about, this is my fourth year, um, but I graduated from ORU in May of 2021. And it's just been amazing since then. So, wow, that's a lot to unpack. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's try and take it in segments here. So, you, you said something interesting, and and I want to bring this back up. But no matter how hard you tried to make Berkeley fit, it just wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. It just would nope. not fit. And so, thinking about that, what would you say to someone that is, well, so give your first sermon here. So what would you say to someone that is believing God for something, but God might have other plans for them? I would definitely say seeking him is the first thing. Because sometimes the Lord won't like respond like, you know, immediately. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes he, he he wants to see what you're gonna do. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know what, let me sit back and see what you're gonna do because Everything we do in life is based off of choice. Yeah. And we have the choice to um, do what we want. And I would say definitely seek the Lord because even though there are two options or three, maybe a ton, a plethora of options for you, um, you always have to look at it from his perspective, like his eyes, like I would say. Because also, what does the word say? about making choices, making a decision. And I think um, 
based on my story that we kind of dived into just now, um, our, our heart is a part of our flesh. And our flesh is, is what we're supposed to die to daily. Yeah. And so if you, like, like me, like if, you, if your heart was like on this thing, but you don't feel peace about it, you don't feel like the Lord is, oh, well, I, let, me, let me correct myself. If you don't feel like there is confirmation, if no one has confirmed, if there's no one that is like kind of excited or like championing, um, um, championing you in that, you may have to like look at those other options. And so for me, what I did was, even though my heart was in it, I had to realize that, wait, what does God say about, you know, like my flesh is wanting to go to Boston, but the Lord had my spirit to be to Oru, and I do not regret any moment of it. And so I think for for, for you or for the person who's watching, um, make sure that whatever it is, is not from your fleshy desire. Make sure that after you seek the Lord, that whatever the decision is, it is based off of your spiritual realization and counsel. Having this, this is, um, this belief and, because I know some people are like, okay, that's cool. Like the Lord spoke to you and told you, like you want to do music theory, but some people just mm-hmm. honestly don't know what they're going to do with their life. Mm. Some people have that question. So well, I'm 25. I still don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And so, mm. um, you obviously had a different experience where the Lord told you what you were going to do with your life. And mm-hmm. so, um, with that whole sector, how are you planning to use that? Cause like, no one knew you like a high energy go getter. Like we going we going to take, we're going to do mm-hmm. something from the moon. We're going to have this big production kind of thing. Yeah. You. So what, what's the what's the, what's the game plan with, with this music therapy and you trying to change your world? I definitely want to start with um, special education. Okay. Um, I feel like there is not enough special ed teachers um, and just people in, in, in different areas, like even in hospitals or stuff like that. Like, I don't, I don't think there are enough people that are helping kids with special needs um, because like currently um, I teach music at a school okay. and there are a few special needs kids who are on the spectrum, but there is nobody to help them. And okay. so people see it as they're being rude. They're being disrespectful. They're not listening, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, but are we taking time to, get to know what's going on and so I want to be able to um get my education of course get get my degree in special education and whatever else I need to um to be able to open up um an organization or if I can like a school or I should say an after school program where we tend to um kids that that need that extra attention or even teenagers um, um, kids and adolescents, teenagers who are deemed as rude or no good or not good enough or whatever, or like they're always getting in trouble, troublesome kids. I want to take those kids and like push that agenda of using music, of using the arts and those kind of things to help them like steer their lives in a positive way, but you know, but also helping them find what they want to do because me using music therapy or, or uh, music period won't really say that they're going to be a musician, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm opening them up to a, um, a new view of how they can discover what they want to do. Gotcha. So, yeah. I want to dive back into like you coming to ORU and having the faith to believe to come to ORU. Mm-hmm. Um, where does that faith come from? So tell me a little bit about when did faith become real to you? That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a good I was about to say, that was a good <laughs> question. Yeah, that's, a good that's a good one. Um, faith became real to me 
um, when I saw my mom have faith. Like, when I saw the faith she had in me and my sisters, um, that's when it became real to me. Because I was like, well, if she believes in me, like, if she has, like, this firm foundation of, no, like, I I have faith that you you are going to put on a big production. Like, you yeah. are going to be one of the best female musicians the world will see. And when she would affirm me in those things, I was like, I should be able to have that, too. And so... Her, I guess, her faith sparked my faith. Um, yeah. And ever since then, and also her persistence. My mom is a very persistent person. Um, and she's also like me, a go-getter. So she goes and gets whatever needs, to, or does what needs to get done. And so for me, I was able to see that, grasp from it, take it, mm-hmm. and then run with it. And so ORU, for me, was like, because honestly, I'll be honest, like there were some semesters or some times where I didn't have, a mo- I didn't have money. I was like, Lord, how how am I going to pay this bill? Or like, if I want to, simple, a symbol is going out to eat with some friends. Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to pay this? Mm-hmm. And and I was like, and and my frustration in prayer was always, you brought me here, like you brought me here, like you. And so I had to realize in faith that okay, if I did bring you here, why are you even worrying about it? Yeah, right. If if I did bring you here, worry shouldn't be a part of of your thoughts because when you worry you lose the privilege of receiving from the lord mm-hmm. I, I feel i feel like when when we as christians worry and, and and open up that space for doubt and anxiety i believe that we we don't respect god like that it's almost mm-hmm. like so what am i up here for like if i'm god and i am I told you to trust me, and, and it's all in the word. Like, we can quote so many scriptures about faith and, and trusting him. It's all there. So why are you still worried? Yeah. Why are you still freaking out? Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so for me, like, that's when it all came real, seeing my mom believe in me, and then coming to ORU and having to believe in myself. Yeah. I definitely can say that um, coming to ORU, I was able to throw away my crutches mm-hmm. of uh. walking, with the Lord, like holding his hand like a little baby. It's almost like he let me go when I came to Ori. It was like, okay, you have to have faith for yourself. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to show you what faith looks like for you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is when I realized, oh, no, I have to trust him for real. Like, I, I can't even worry about this because, you know, he said. Um, and so, yeah. So to, to summarize a little portion of what you said, faith is contagious. You got your faith from, mm. you, you picked up your faith from your mom and you mm-hmm. saw how she did things and so that sparked that's faith good. in you. Mm-hmm. And basically that's what this show exists to do. We yeah. want to spark faith in you by hearing stories of ordinary, she is no, by no means, no stretch of the imagination, an extraordinary, well, she's not special right now. She mm-hmm. is just an ordinary yep. person. She's not like celebrity. She does not have millions right. of dollars. Mm-hmm. She is not this next um creative genius but she's mm-hmm. just an ordinary person right now and so her story is just changing um rose and i and i bet it's changing you but she's no one special right now her story when it touches you you're gonna get her faith and you can believe god yeah. for even greater that's mm-hmm. all we exist to do yeah. and that's what it is that we're going to continue to do that's good. and another thing you talked about was how your mom affirmed you yes. so in this day and age now this is really my question mm-hmm. in this day and age where Everything has to be on social media. Everything has to be in the public's view. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say to that person that is, or they know they heard God tell them to do something, but they don't have the affirmation of you mm. or me or me. Mm. 
what are they what are you going to tell that person to do open up your bible <laughs> like as simple as that like if you want to know what god or, or 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 what god or anyone that may be around you or even in the future like whatever you you're looking for if you want to know about that you have to go into the word because literally like i just said like there are so many scriptures on faith on on uh doubt on worry on trusting him relying on him leaning not on on our own understanding those kind of scriptures they're they're there for us um and, and i always believed um even more now than ever that the bible was written and put together millions of years ago but it is getting more accurate as we go by in life and so it's like you can find whatever you need in the word and so a practice i would say um for whoever is needing this is start with google like it's okay to google like okay lord i'm gonna type in scriptures on faith or scriptures on 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 uncertainty or like the unknown and howing and how to trust god in the unknown stuff like that and they will show up and you can literally take those down write them in your phone i mean type them in your phone write them in a journal or your notebook or even write it on a piece of papers and stick them around your house or your apartment or your dorm room in your car you you can even record it because you know we're so high tech like you can record it um um and every day you go over those scriptures and you pray those scriptures and i promise you as you do that the lord will constantly affirm you even when you forget one day it's almost like it's, you've done it so much like the lord will just say it over you lord help me with the scripture because your word says and i believe that god loves when we remind him of who he is yes. and so it was like lord like I'm broke today, Lord. Your word says, you know, like you know, like just you, you like you remind him of of, of his place, um, remind him of what he his 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 word says. Sorry, and I believe that you're gonna be fine. You know, mm-hmm. go ahead. Okay, you know, funny enough, I, I remember because I I listened to a lot of Miles Monroe. Yeah. He talks mm-hmm. about how like the the Bible is just not a, a nice book, but and it's not a religion, but it's a it's a um. It's a kingdom. Like, Jesus talked about the kingdom yeah. of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. So he talked about mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. And he talks about, like, how you're talking about reminding God of what he says. Mm-hmm. The Bible is literally a constitution, a contract between God and his people. Yep. So when you ain't got no money, you go to section, um, you, go, um, you go to section this, subsection this, um, article this. Like, when you don't, okay, for instance, let's say you don't know what to do. You go to section Proverbs, subsections three, mm-hmm. articles five and six. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not on thy own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Mm-hmm. That's what the Constitution says. So you you say, God, in yeah. section, Proverbs, subsection 3, article <laughs> five, 5 and 6, six. this is what you say. And yeah. I'm quoting the law. This is what you say. Mm-hmm. And so because he's a good and righteous judge, he will do what he says he will do. Yeah. And if people start to think about it that way where they can actually trust the word of God and it's written. Because like some, nothing is valid until it's in writing. Yeah. If someone said and give you a thousand dollars, you could go to the bank and say, "This person said and give me a thousand dollars." But until that is in so writing, I'm telling you, that is not going to be valid. Exactly. Yeah. The word is written, so that means it's valid. That's good. Exactly. It's yeah. valid. Why preaching to myself? That was it. That was that's a good word. That, that's that, a good I word. Preaching to myself right there. I'm preaching to myself. But yeah. That person that wants to hit. That person that okay. This is for the person that's on the edge and not sure if they're actually going to trust God or not. Mm. If the word says you can do it, then go ahead and do it. Because yeah. God is not a man that he should lie. Yeah. Yeah. He, is not, he is not like you and I that change our minds. Mm-hmm. 
He's going to continue to remain the same. His word will not change. And so if he said, if he told you that you are one day going to change the world in music therapy, double down on that word. Mm -hmm. Because that's going to be the thing that lasts throughout time. Mm -hmm. Everything could fade away. But the word that he spoke to you will not return to him void. Will complete what it says it will do. What it will or what it was sent out to do. And so trust that word. If you, despite the fact you may not have people around you in Mm -hmm. your corner helping you, if God told you one thing, if the king has spoken, then that's it. Exactly. The word of the king is law. Mm -hmm. So if he spoke with something and said, you are going to do this, trust the word of the king. That is called favor. Mm -hmm. Trust the word of the king. You don't need someone to co-sign you. Mm -hmm. You don't need this person or this person's financial backing. If the Lord tells you you're going to make a million dollars, trust the king and Mm -hmm. trust that he says you're going to make a million dollars, that you will make a million dollars. You don't need everything that you think you need. Mm -hmm. But if it came out of his mouth, he will do what he says he will do. That's good. I want to remind you guys about another thing. If God says he's going to do something... Rest assured, it will happen. If you look back through the Bible, any time a king spoke something into law, mm-hmm. he couldn't change it. Yeah. In the look in the book of Daniel, if you don't believe me, look for yourself. Look in the book of Daniel. You're gonna see where the king at that time. Um, I don't remember the name of the king right now, mm-hmm. but the the officials at that time made a law to trick Daniel, saying if anybody worships another god or prays to another god, mm-hmm. is going to be thrown into the den. Right. He liked the law. He said, okay, fine. It has been decreed. Go right. out to the nations and make it law. Mm-hmm. He didn't know they were setting the, um, Daniel up. Mm-hmm. And so when they found out that Daniel was doing this, they brought him to the king. And the king was like, you know what to do? Throw him in the lion's den. Mm-hmm. The Bible goes on to say, when he found out it was Daniel, he tried everything he could to get Daniel outside the den. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't because the word was law. It could not be changed. And he said, when Daniel was put into the den, he said, may your God protect you. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So he couldn't change his word. And that was just one man. But if the creator of the man mm-hmm. says that you're going to do this, trust and believe that you're going to do this. Yeah. Okay, I digress. <laughs> I digress. I'm done. I'm done. That's Amen. good, Pastor. You're supposed to be the one preaching the same <laughs> I knew someone needs to hear it because yeah. that, that's what we want to do. We want to share faith. And just by hearing that little, mo- that, little, that little sermon just now, I believe that's enough to tip you over the edge. You go and start that business. Yeah. Yeah. Or go ahead and save your family. Go ahead and do the thing that the Lord's placed on your heart. Because yeah. when you do things in faith, the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please yeah. God. So if you do something without faith, best believe you ain't, doing, you ain't pleasing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's only in, if it's done in faith that it will please God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Lord isn't looking... For all of this, all of the theatrical acts and stuff, like he's looking for us to be willing yeah. to obey. And, and, and I believe that w- when it comes to faith, the root of faith should be obedience. Yeah. yeah. Because if I can't listen to what you're saying and then step out in faith, then what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I, I, and I love what you said about uh, with the king, with Daniel, because when he said, May your God be with you. The law said to not worship any other God. But the mm-hmm. fact that he knew, the fact that he ended up having faith in Daniel's God that he didn't even believe in, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's, it shows how important we should be when it comes to faith. Yeah. When it comes to that contagious faith, like where, where it's like, okay, I know, I know the job application says I have to have a master's degree, 
but I have 10 years of experience. Yep. I'm going to still apply. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I, I and, and, and from that, people can see that, oh, she, she's persistent or he's persistent. Oh, wow. They actually have this. And boom, you got the job over people that may have had something else. But yep. because of your faith and your persistence and your obedience, people will understand your God. Wow. That's good. Yeah. That is. I think, yeah, I just want to bring something up. I think Mm -hmm. also with that, it just reminds me of, like, that is what crazy faith looks like. Yeah. Honestly, like, even with you coming to ORU, before that, you knew musical therapy. Like, you had that one word. You had a vision. And then you had all these other steps that you needed to do to get Mm -hmm. to that specific vision. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you this. To the people who are out there, they have this big vision that the Lord has given them. Mm -hmm. What should they be doing right now, like, to get to that vision? Work. Faith without works is dead. There you go. One thing, and and that's the thing. We have been quoting scriptures throughout. It's almost just like we can't just quote scriptures or you can't just quote scriptures and not apply it. And so I feel like the work should be done. And the other W word is waiting. You have to work and wait, Mm. wait and work. And so if if you know that God gave you a vision or a dream or or someone may have prophesied to you or, you know, or even your parents may affirm you and be like, I really see you opening up uh, a hair salon or whatever it looks like. And if you believe that, keep it and find and ask the Lord, okay, now I know you said to open up your word, you know, Devon said it. You know, Rosa said it, G said it, open up your word and like, you know, have faith and whatever. Okay. But the next step would be, okay, who do I know? Who can I network or reach mm-hmm. out to that can help me begin to establish these thoughts, um, to create a team or whatever you, whatever you need to get to that goal. Work really is important because faith is the, the, the priority, the main thing. But now that I have the faith, okay, I have the faith. Now let's get to work. Because because I feel like God also gives us wisdom um, mm-hmm. with, with, with faith. Like, there has to be wisdom applied. Because if, if I want to open up a museum, you know, a Black Lives Matter museum, something, something of that sort, I have to begin to do my research. What, what exactly is a black life? I need to experience what a black life, black life is, the black history. Like, you can't open up a museum if you don't even know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and so God gives, gives, us, gives us wisdom to, to get understanding, apply the understanding, which is a part of the work. As, as small as doing research, as small as studying, yeah. or, or, or going back to school, getting a degree. It can start there, you know, stuff like that. I, I feel like that's what you can do. To, uh, while, while you're waiting, you can work. And while you're working, wait. And in the waiting process, you can champion others on. Yeah. Mm, that's that's good. good. Because I feel like um, God may withhold certain things from us because we're, we're, we're jealous. Right. I'm jealous of y'all. I want to be married. And y'all are married, but I'm jealous of y'all. Instead of celebrating, Mm. I am depressed. I am angry and all of that because God told me my husband would come see me in two years. And I'm looking at y'all and Mm. just saying happenstance. Y'all met in six months. Y'all got married out of six months. But God told me that this and that. And I'm running on instead of celebrating while I'm waiting. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that's kind of how we have to be. Celebrate other people in the field that you want to be in potentially yeah. or even anywhere else. And as you celebrate, as you, as, you, as you create the joyful spirit of the Lord, like God will see that, okay, 
yeah, he really wants this. She really wants this. Wow, her faith is here, but I, but I was waiting on, I was waiting on you to catch up with 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 the faith that I gave you. You know, gotcha. so. So, Gio, we like to to end with this this um question. We use it with most of our guests, but what's one piece of advice that you would tell someone as listening to maybe the younger version of yourself or someone that's listening to this? Um, and why would you tell them that? Mm. Um, I would say that faith isn't something that just comes. You have to build with faith. I, I feel like yeah. people expect things to happen overnight. Like, okay, this night, the night before I was worried, the next day, oh, I have faith. Like, like you have to really, like, be with God and study his word um, and, and have experience to really understand what faith is really like. Um, and I would say this, um, that when it comes to faith, help you build up what you need to then go forth and do what you have to do. So I would just say, do that. Like as simple, as simple as it can be, because we don't have to make it so big. Yeah. Like just start there. But if you say you believe God, watch him work. So. Amen. Well, guys, that is Gia Smith. It was just wonderful actually hearing you talk about faith. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely going to bless our listeners. Yeah. Um, anyone that who is going through the similar situation or anyone that is, um, let's say, I don't know, for college, you or God just gave you a vision, God gave you a word, God gave you a promise. Mm-hmm. I just 100% feel that this episode is going to help you guys grow your faith in whatever you're believing for. Yeah. yeah, and so if this is helping you in any way, shape, or form, consider partnering and donating yeah. with us because what we're going to do is take this message and be able to take it to parts of the world where people don't hear stuff like this about faith. Yeah. And so consider partnering with us. You can check out um, our social media handles and you can figure out how to do all that. But consider partnering and donating with us because you're going to help. Your financial gift is going to help us take this message and take it wherever it needs to go because the word of God needs to get out to the world. And this is just another platform that God can use to do so. And so Gia, again, thank you so much for being a part of um, this episode with us. You guys, so we're going to sign off for right now. But until next time, my name is Devon Williamson. And my name is Rosa Williamson. And this has been Faith Ignite.